I'm not taking my foot off the gas. I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing the entire game. Damn that little unwritten rule. Oh, don't run it up. It could be you next. Well, you know, if it's me, it's me. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. That's probably why I'm not coaching football because they're just going to hate me. Sure. I'm going to score 60. I'm like Sean Payton. Sean Payton would have been out there. They get 50. Okay, now I might turn it off. But no, they ran the ball, what, eight times total in the second half with a 20-point 20, 20 lead? Yeah. Are you serious? Gold bond, gold bond medicated pop. You ever use that shit? No, actually, I haven't. Bruh, it's unbelievable. It's un- <laughs> I, I, you know, you should be putting com- that in your socks, man. No, man, no, <laughs> no. So you gotta like put a little bit of powder in your hand, like you make yeah, a little, yeah. you make a little cup. You know, you kind of <laughs> cup your little, you know, your area. Your, oh, all right, your nether regions, right? Your nether regions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome! I ain't, oh, I, I ain't use no power. I will never. I will use it every day for the rest of my life. I, I, I saw a commercial and I bought it, and I was like, I'm gonna try it out. And I tried it. I was like, Wow, this is awesome! Like, it's cool. Oh, you get a little burn sensation. Oh, Makes burn. you feel clean. Right? Yeah, it, it burns. Burn? It burns for like you know, it's like it's a good burn. It's like a icy hot. You know, you put icy hot and it kind of burns a little bit. Man, I always felt like when you put powder, man, it's like it's just it's cool and yeah. Nice, soft, and supple. Yes. You talking about this? Yes. Burns? It, it's no, it doesn't burn. You know, like ah, but it's like no, I know what you mean. Like uh, you know, like you 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 chew a piece of gum and you drink water. Like you, it's like that. It feels like that on your balls. <laughs> oh, you wow, man! You, <laughs> you wow, son! <laughs> oh man! So you made a good point to me. We were talking earlier about. Last week's episode and what we what we're talking about, where you said I kind of put my radio voice on, I'm gonna have to stop doing that. I don't know how to do that because it's kind of hard though. You kind of get in the character. Yeah, you, you it's like think. when the mic's on, it's like I'm talking to the mic. I'm so used to talking to the mic where I just need to talk to you. So that's good. I'm gonna get more comfortable with that. Yeah, I'm gonna, with practice. Yeah, man. we're gonna get more comfortable with that. Cowboys. Let's start with that. What do you think about? The game on Monday. I mean, I, I I was a little nervous just from the Cowboys history. However, they went out and exceeded expectations. I mean, I don't think anybody saw a blowout coming, you know, especially Tom Brady. But at the end of the day, I think we saw exactly what those team two teams were. I mean, Tampa Bay just stunk all year. Yes. Wasn't gonna get any better, and the Cowboys played their potential minus the kicker. But you know. I think it showed that the NFC South was terrible. Awful. So whoever made it, like, awful. We know Saints. We were talking about the Saints being like one yard away with the marking and stuff. They so were going. If, if they make the one yard, they get into the playoffs. I think it'd have been the same thing. You know, the, neither whoever team. won that was going home. It just didn't yeah. matter. So it, it, I think a lot of people were saying the Bucks were the best team in the division, and it's not even close. Which it was very <laughs> close. It was very close. Very it close. was actually, it was one yard. It was literally one yard. That's how close it was. So I think Dallas, I don't know, man. I, I just don't, I don't trust Dak. But I know he had a good game last week. But this, his beginning, his start of the game wasn't good at all. No. At first, that first drive, there was the first drive, maybe the first couple of drives. The first drive, he looked terrible. 
then he started figuring it out. I don't know if that was just jitters or if he got nervous, but he did figure it out, and he looked really good last night. And if he plays like that, the Cowboys have a chance. But, I mean, how often is he going to play like that? That's, we, don't, we don't get consistent play from that. Well, I mean, they played a bad team. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't read anything too much into it. Uh, they just played a terrible team. They have no pass rush. You know, secondary, just blowing cup. They, they just have nothing. Tampa Bay is just a shot roster. So I, I can't say one way or the other. Now, if they play like that and they bring that game to San Francisco, it might be a close game. A lot of people pick Tampa, though. As bad as well, they are. everybody picked Tampa because of the Tom Brady factor. Yeah. Nobody really looked realistically at the team. I mean, if you really are, are, are into the game of football and you're watching the game, you know you, you're just not going to turn it on overnight. Like, Tampa Bay is just not – they just don't have the person. Yeah, they got Godwin. Yeah, they got Mike Evans. Offensive line is terrible. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady can't move. And, I mean, that may, let's talk about Tom Brady. That, that, that's, he looked like somebody that just doesn't want to get hit. To me, he looked like a 45-year-old quarterback. Well, I mean, he can't, it's not that he can't. Everybody said, oh, he can still play. Yeah, he can still throw it, but he can't move. Yeah. can't move. And in this game, this day and age of the game, that's just not gonna work. Yeah, and he doesn't want to get hit. It's like, yeah, I don't. I get it. I'm 45 years old, man. Don't. Uh, but I don't think he's done. He needs to be done. I mean, unfortunately, I don't like to tell, say say when anybody's ready to go. But I mean, I know he doesn't. He's an ultimate competitor. He doesn't want to probably want to leave out on that note. You're not gonna get any better. You know, 45 years old, it doesn't get any better. The team's not going to get any better. He's not going to come back to Tampa. He'll never come back. He's oh, absolutely not. But I'm talking about his skills are only going to continue. We started seeing, like, the pinpoint accuracy. He can't overcome some, like, decisions have to. He has to go to the perfect team. What you've been talking about is that Tampa's bad. Tampa's just a yes. bad team. Yes. So if that's true, which I, I think it is, so that he's just going to go with who to the, not a bad team, which is exactly what he did in Tampa. He went to the perfect He went situation. to the perfect team because the 30-30 season for Jameis, they were on the cusp of making the playoffs. Yes. If Jameis threw half the interceptions that he threw, they make the playoffs. Yes. So it's not like they were just terrible team. And there's this, this national narrative that Tom Brady came and saved the day. Like, yeah, he put them over the top, but he it wasn't like he took this awful team, this, like, bottom-of-the-basement team to the Super Bowl. He took a really good team that was ready to make the playoffs they were a quarterback away, and they got their quarterback and won the Super Bowl. So, I, and even if you realistically look at that season, they struggled for most of that year. They didn't figure it out because I mean they were playing at Bruce Arians. Right. You don't get the biscuit unless you risk it. Whatever that the, crap was, the, throwing the, it down the field. The same offense that Jameis just came. Just exactly. And then at the end of the year, they finally got an incorporated Tom's offense where they were starting to go to short game. It took a little time to work out, but it was a perfect situation. They had all the personnel. Now, the question is, if you want to keep playing, what team is going to take you well, yeah, that has that situation? That's, that, that's, the, next, that's the next talking point. Where's, where, where, where's, where does he fit? Miami? Am I going to go to – if I'm the Dolphins, am I going to take Tom Brady for one year? Because what, what's going to happen is he's, if he goes somewhere, they're going to sign a two-year two deal, which is obviously really going to be a one with a, that dummy year. And it's gonna saddle you on the cap. Yeah, we don't worry about the cap. If I'm Miami, what I'm building towards right now. Now you have questions about Tua's health. Can he stay healthy? But they 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 were winning with him. 
when he played, yeah. when he could finish a game. Yeah. Do I want to ruin that and go Tom Brady? I want to win a championship. And is, so, is, is Tom Brady the missing link for the Miami Dolphins to be able to compete and win a championship? I think they're the perfect team. I think they're exactly what Tampa was, right? Tampa had that 2020 season where they won the Super Bowl. Tampa had that great defense. They had the receivers on either side. They had the running game. The Dolphins kind of have that. There are, there are a few players away. They probably need to pick up a running back, maybe increase the running game. But there's no better receivers on the outside. The defense is great. They might be Tom Brady away. And, yeah, maybe you only get him for one year. If Tampa would have only got him for one year, guess what? They don't want to ring. <laughs> they ended up getting him for three. Well, But maybe Tom, maybe Brady just goes from team to team. for Because I, I, I think he wants to play to 50. And I think he's going to play to 50. So that means he has five more years. So he might... Go from team to team and say, all right, I'll go try to win one with Miami, and then I'll go try to win one with San Diego or L.A., and I'll go, you know, or whatever. I'm not saying that's what he's going to do, but he could potentially do that. I think there's a lot of chips that got to fall. Lamar Jackson chip has to fall. Tom Brady a chip has to fall. A lot of people think Lamar's going to go to Miami, maybe Atlanta, a couple of different landing spots for Lamar. I think he's definitely done in Baltimore. I don't know. There's a lot of chips to be able to, to fall before you say, and, you know, Brady might retire. I mean, he does have – he does have a, a contract with, I think, NBC or one of these That's networks five, with five. Fox. So he, like, he immediately has yeah, a, a job. Like so two, three hundred million yeah, or something yeah. crazy. Ah, I don't know, man. Even if I'm a GM of a team, from what I saw this year, do I really want Tom Brady? He had a few good games. He's still spending. But he doesn't move, right? But he never really did. And he yeah. is deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. The, but I, you, remember I just, when, you remember when Drew Brees dropped off, it was, like, drastic. It was, like, that, that 20... 18 season where they were in the NFC Championship game, and that 19 season was a little bit of a drop off, but they still made the playoffs and could have made a run. And then in that 20 season, it was just boom. He went from night to day. He had dropped off and he was done. Yeah, his arm, his thing, he just couldn't throw it down the field. But we're not seeing that from Brady yet. Yeah, but they it's got a gradual decline. We're seeing we're seeing less accuracy. And he can't get away from pressure. No. But so that's 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 forcing the ball to come up. But he never really could get away from pressure. But he always had good offensive lines and they were running and and here's the thing. I don't think that offense really ever fit Tom Brady. And when, when Arians left, because from what I understand, uh, Byron left which talk about a, a steep decline in a year. You were the hottest high head coaching candidate, now he's getting canned. I don't know, man. If I'm a GM, I just don't know if I want to deal with the time. I, I just, I think I'm going to go elsewhere. Because we don't know what's going to happen if he comes back next year. It could fall straight off the cliff like Peyton Manning. And he's probably one of the favorite quarterback I've ever seen play. Yeah. I think he's better. He was better for me than Tom Brady. Everybody's got the Raiders spin, but you can't go to the Raiders. No. They stink. They stink. They don't have a good offensive line. Their defense stinks. I mean, that's just not. Cowboys play the 49ers next I think the best team in the, I think they're the best team. 49ers? Yeah. Absolutely. I've been seeing it for months. Uh, even when they were three and four, were banged up, I was like, once they get healthy, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. And now they've ran off, what is it, 11 in a row? Yep. Since they traded for Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey they have not lost. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why Christian McCaffrey is so effective there, he's using the man correctly. Carolina yes. was not using him correctly. Christian McCaffrey is not a 30 carry, 25 carry. 
he is exactly how San Francisco was using him. As a decoy in a passing game, running here and there, 12 to 15 carries, a passing game threat. That's how you use Christian McCaffrey. Very similar to how Sean Payton used to use Alvin Kamara. And yes. then all of a sudden this year, Pete Carmichael decides to run him like a dump truck, and he's not a fucking dump truck. So if you use Christian McCaffrey correctly, like Kyle Shanahan is doing, you get these results. You just have so many weapons, man. I mean, and they're so physical. That's the thing that, that's just scared about it, the physicality they play with. That's like old school football. Uh, you got the best offensive tackle in the game, Trent Williams. You got McCaffrey. You got the tag team with Elijah Wood. You got you got George Kittle. You got Debo. Ayuk's finally figured it out coming to the That's just gross, man. I mean, I've never seen a team get better with a third-string quarterback. Usually you are very limited in what you can do with a third-string. They haven't. I think they got better. How much credit goes to Purdy, though? I mean, he's good, man. He's, he's good. good. He's, he's good. good, but, but let me... he's been put in great. He, they're not asking him to do much. He's not asking him to do much, but he's been put in great situations. Yeah, for me, you know what? I believe that Purdy is good. I think Purdy is good. Jimmy Garoppolo took this team to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, they've got a, different, a few other pieces, but the core is there. Of course, Christian McCaffrey's a huge difference. But they went to the Super Bowl. I think when they went to the Super Bowl, all the credit goes to Kyle Shanahan and just the way he schemes. I yes. think it's the same thing this year. Yeah. All of the credit goes to Kyle Shanahan. Now, Purdy's not making mistakes, and he's he's doing what he needs to do. That first half was he was bad against Seahawks. He did well, not the first, play well. The first series, he like the first two series, I, he had it, it should have been like fourteen or nothing immediately. Yes. He missed some throws. Yes. He was off. He was but bad. One, yeah, but once he settled down, that's right. It's you know, and once it, he said it, it was almost like, and I've heard many people say this. It was almost like the 49ers decided, okay, we're the 49ers. Like we've been playing this game. The Seahawks, I think the Seahawks even had the lead at halftime. Like we're just playing with them, and then all of a sudden, it was like, all right, let's let's just. Yeah, I think they were up by three. Yeah, down, 17, 14. Like but it was, it was just like, all right, let's end it. Let's just. You gotta to understand better. too, though. I mean, I kind of expected it to be close for a little while. Any, but just because that's a division, division game. Division game. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. You know, you always hear about it all the time. It's hard to beat somebody three times. And absolutely, uh, but the game turned over immediately in the fourth quarter. But uh, yeah, man, 49ers or something that they did. That's 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 like a Category Five hurricane, man. And I'm kind of concerned for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I mean, it should be now. With that being said, it's basically the same team they played last year in the playoffs that came down to that botched, you know, spotting the ball foolishness and all that, that stuff. Was, yeah, that was ridiculous. Awful. But they played they played them tough, but I, I said it before, they were the underdog last year, 49ers. Cowboys have everybody, oh, your defense, your defense. Yeah, the pass rush, whenever, like last night when we get a lead, that's when you can do what you do with that defense. But they're very undersized. They have speed, but they're undersized. Yeah. That does not match well with the physical running football team. Not to mention, we have four. I think we only have one starter left, which is Diggs in the secondary. Everybody else is backups. And then Curse got hurt last night. So that, that, that's a problem. So it's still a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. Yeah. Even if we had everybody, it's a bad matchup. Yes. It's a bad matchup. Now, I think can a miracle happen? Well, well, I don't know if it, I wouldn't call it a miracle, but like if they get like a plus two and the turnover, plus three, something like that, you know, where maybe Purdy makes a mistake or two, you know. But see, that's what I was gonna say too. That's the key. Can Purdy with can the 49ers and Purdy withstand the pass rush? Whatever Dan Quinn's, they're gonna bring the house to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
you got to. You got to try to make him make a mistake. But you're doing that, you're liable to get burnt when them one of them Shanahan specials, the old play acting, you know, it's just one of them things. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting dynamic to this game. You brought up Dan Quinn. Kyle Shanahan was his OC when he was in yes, Atlanta. Yes. Very familiar with with Kyle Shanahan. So I think if anybody can scheme a defense to stop that offense. Now, Shanahan has such complex offenses that are simplified. It was like it's like simplified and complex at the same time. He's a genius. Man, you, li- you listen to Sean Payton talk about it. It's like, okay, you know when we're playing the 49ers, you're playing to stop the run. But then there's so many other variables that come into play yeah. with the formations and all. Yeah, it's yeah. like crazy. He's a genius. Now, he does have a problem keeping a lead. Let's be clear about that. So maybe I'm going to hope that they get up a little bit. And, you know, history shows he'll blow it. You know, he did it with the, uh, with the Falcons. He actually did it in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. I mean, they had that game one. I mean, they played Patrick Mahomes to the team. What, the last seven minutes of the game, they blew it. Tell you who Daniel Jones reminds me of? <laughs> Who's that? Josh Allen. Looked like him the other night. And sure. who was Josh Allen's offensive coordinator? Brian Dayball. That's right. Yeah. So Daniel Jones looked like a roach before Brian Dayball gets there. And yep. now all of a sudden, he's big, he's strong, he's being utilized the right way. Remember, Josh Allen was not good his rookie year. Brian Dayball got a hold of him. He turned into yes. be what he is now. I think the same thing's happening with Daniel Jones, and I think that, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched a whole bunch of Giants games. That was my first time watching a Giants game this season. I was very impressed with Daniel Jones, man. Absolutely. Played the lights out. Didn't, I mean, they don't have any weapons on the outside. That's what's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's a sum of coaching. Right. They've gotten so, that, that's, that's another point that I wanted to make. I'm glad you brought that up. The Bills didn't have digs. They were nothing. They Maybe they made the playoffs or they were on the outside looking in. They got digs all of a sudden, Super Bowl contender. The Giants got to get a digs. Yeah. They got to get their digs, whoever that is. I don't know who it is, but one of these receivers is probably going to be asking for a release or holding out. The Giants got to go get that guy. Once they do get a digs, it's going to turn into what the Bills are. I think they're set up great, and I think Daniel Jones is their quarterback, man. And I thought they were good. they were a lot of people trying to get rid of him, but I well, they, they had to figure out what they – I mean, you had to give it one shot with Dable, and if it didn't work out this year, they were going to move on and go in another direction. So both Saquon and Daniel Jones got to get paid. And you got your guy. I mean, he's not going to – I don't think he commands 40 mil. No. So you can probably give him 35. Yeah, sure. You sure. know, something, and you'll sure. be good. And the thing about 35 is that makes you – that probably puts you in the 8, 9, 10 spot as far as quarterbacks go. So 35 is a lot, but you're not one of the – well, Tough, where the numbers are going to push now at, at Roach quarterbacks are going to start getting 35, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had that marked as one of my upsets, possibly. I wasn't well, very confident in it. I don't even it. know if that's an upset. I think the Vikings were frauds, man. They won so many one-score games. Absolutely. I, I agree with you there. I, I just tend to take the more physical teams in the playoffs. And, I mean, let's, let's be real. The Vikings defense terrible yeah 31st against the pass they're just awful they got yeah, yeah, yeah. they got guys they don't know what the hell is going sure. on and I, I don't even know the receiver's name that killed them from the giants i never heard of them but they played a masterful defense too on justin jefferson yeah he caught a six seven balls but he only had like 40 50 yards man so. kirk cousins kirk cousins is kirk cousins yes. man now kirk cousins though see and you can't really be mad at him because that's who he is see, he, that's all he's gonna ever be but that fourth down play, God damn it, you cannot throw the damn ball in front of the sticks, man. You got to throw a ball up somewhere. But he's programmed. I just gotta, check I just down. gotta check it down. Yeah. You can't do that. No. 
But I mean, that, that, you got what you got. That's it. He's not going to be any better than what you have. He's very talented. He has a lot of uh, attributes that you want in your quarterback, but he's just missing something. If you want to call it it, a lot of people call it it. You don't have oh, you it. Don't have it. You don't have it. He's never. You look at a guy like Josh Allen. He has it. Yeah. You know, obviously Patrick Mahomes has it. But you look at these young guys and you're like, all right, that guy has it. That's the guy. That's my guy. Her cousins don't got it, and he might be. He might be one of the top five quarterbacks talent wise in the league. But he don't have it. And if you don't have it, you ain't leading me to a Super Bowl, in my opinion. That's no, no, they're not. Then he's not leading unless they have. Bears 85 or Ravens right. 2000 defense. Right. No. And you know, gonna... those defenses are so rare. Like, people always talk about, I don't need a good quarterback. Like, yeah, you can win. You can have a Trent Dilfer year or a Jim McMahon year. Those, those teams are so rare to win a Super Bowl on the back of a defense. Like, you, 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 you do have to have a good defense. It's a team game. More often than not, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with a bad defense. But you also have to have that quarterback that's going to be able to clear up some of those deficiencies in your in your game where I can be like, all right, I need my quarterback to go down there and make a drive for me at this point. Can he do it? That, 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 the game was totally played a different way when those defenses were playing. Everything is geared towards the offenses now. So you you, you can have a – all you need is about a, a rank 15, 16 defense. You can win a Super Bowl. But uh, you got to have the quarterback that can get you, especially when you talk about the Mahomes and the, 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 the Josh Allens and whatnot. You know, you got Trevor Lawrence coming along. You're going to have to have somebody that can spin it, bro. Jaguars, man. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars, man. I, that was my number one upset special. I, You know, I'm just not a fan of the – I like the Chargers roster. I think they're very talented. Uh, have no confidence, no faith in the coaching. It's just underachieving. But Doug Peterson, man, the turnaround that they made. Urban Meyer should never hit a sideline ever in life again. Yeah after we saw what he did. So Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence is their guy. They did exactly what you're supposed to do when you have the number one overall pick back-to-back years. They drafted, they hit on their picks. You got to hit your picks, and they did. They hit on Trevor Lawrence, they hit on Trevon Walker. Both of those are key keys to what they're doing, and that's what you do. The thing about Trevor Lawrence is that a monkey could have made that pick, so it didn't take any kind of insight you know, I found a dominant and rough on Trevor Lawrence. He was the number one overall pick, so anybody would have made that pick. So the Urban Meyer gets zero credit for drafting oh, Trevor Lawrence. Now, the next pick, you know, they when you're not taking a quarterback, you're not taking that quarterback that's so clearly the number one guy, you know, it takes a little bit of scouting and a little bit of work, and that's where Doug Peterson came in. Uh, Tre- Trevon Walker, I didn't know if he was going to be, you know, everything that he was, uh, you know, built uh, to be. But yeah, he, a lot he of people wasn't is. a fan of that pick. I right. liked it. I mean... It was, a, it was a need pick. It was a great player. That was the most impressive takeaway. First of all, Trevor Lawrence's mental fortitude and toughness. Man, any quarterback in the NFL, not just a young one, any quarterback that throws four interceptions, you, 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 you're like, man, I, it's over. It, it, it's over. You yes. tank it. Yeah. But he just had a complete amnesia. But a lot of this victory, and I can't let this escape, Brandon Staley and the Chargers – there's no way, as a defensive guru, you are supposed to lose a playoff game, let alone a professional football game, up 27 to nothing at one time with five turnovers. Well, they blitzed the entire first half. And they threw so, four interceptions, and then in the second half, he didn't blitz at all. I mean, 
you know, I text you, and I think you, you shot me one bad. I was like, man, this is why I'm a proponent of, I'm not taking my foot off the gas. I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing the entire game. Damn that little unwritten rule, oh, don't run it up. It could be you next. Well, you know, if it's me, it's me. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. That's probably why I'm not coaching football, because they're just going to hate me. Sure. I'm going to score 60. I'm like Sean Payton. Sean Payton would have been out there. They get 50, okay, now I might turn it off. But no, they ran the ball, what, eight times total? In the second half with a twenty a twenty point lead? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You gotta have like a running clock. I don't care if you wanna pass the ball, okay, Austin Eckler should have caught ten to twelve balls. Because all you're doing, I'm throwing a little flat pass, I'm throwing a little screen here there, or right. whatever it is, just to keep the clock running. That 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 was just, and then then on defensively, they literally started playing soft. They started playing a cover three. That's not what they play. And I I, I just hate seeing great talent a talented roster wasted you got bosa you got khalil mack you got derwin james you got all these pieces you got justin herbert who i think man that guy has a hose as an owner being misused mismanaged i mean it's just terrible austin eckler i mean come on he had like 20 touchdowns in the regular season you give this man six touches kansas city jags i think this is where the train stops for the jags it'll be a good experience good learning experience but i think that's going to be a little bit what did you think about Cincinnati and Baltimore? I didn't think that Baltimore was going to have a, a chance to win that game. At all. But, man, they played them tough. And without that fluke fumble, man. I think that just proves my point, and I've been saying it, and that's not going to be a popular opinion for a lot of folks. The Cincinnati Bengals are not that damn good. They're not as good as everybody thinks they are. They keep getting lucky. You know, at some point, the horseshoe is going to drop out of their behinds, and it, it's just going to stop. Yeah. You cannot continue to get that lucky. If that guy, if, if they don't, oh, that was on Huntley. Yeah, that was his fault. He was supposed to go low on that play. He went over the top. That was too far to go over the top. And, you know, guy picks it up and runs it back. You know, I, I like Joe Burrow, one of the best quarterbacks playing. But sorry, Joe, y'all ain't that good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who else is not that good? Buffalo. I'm glad you said that as well. You know, Buffalo looks like a boxer with no jab. You know, it's just like, they, you're, you know what, matter of fact, it's like Tyson uh, Tyson Fury fighting Dante Wilder. I'm going for the knockout every time. They, they got, the, and you know what, a lot of that has to do with Brian Dable leaving. I mean, Josh Allen's kind of, he's gotten a little erratic. He, he tries to press, and everything is on him. He's trying to press and make all these plays. They don't have a running game, you know. I think they should prevail against Cincinnati, but... What they do have going for them, of course, is going to be the Hamlin factor. Oh, yeah. At some point, he's going to be in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. If they make it to the championship game, they're going to fly him into Kansas yeah. City. It's okay to just get 5, 10, 15 yards. Every, you ain't got to get 80 every time. Yeah. You're absolutely right, though. Buffalo is uh, it's still good, but it, it basically going to come out. Whoever gets the ball last is probably going to win that game. Yeah. I think Kansas City is the better team if I had to. I just like, I think the Mahomes factor and the experience factor of knowing what it takes to get it done, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid before I, I'll go anywhere else. You know, last year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Right. That's the only Super Bowl Joe Burrow's ever going to play. I tend to agree He's with never going to play another Super Bowl. <laughs> I tend to agree. And it has nothing to do with Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burrow's a great quarterback. They've been playing, they've been playing football for 100 years. They've been having a Super Bowl for 57 of those years. That means that over the course of the time of people playing football and people playing in Super Bowls, there have been thousands of men who have played quarterback in the NFL. 18 
18 quarterbacks have played in more than one Super Bowl. Right. The, the, the chances that Joe Burrow is one of those 18 is astronomical. <laughs> now, he might be, but just you're playing the odds here. 18 people have ever played in more than one Super Bowl, quarterbacks, quarterback-wise. The odds are he's never going to play in another Super Bowl. So you might say, oh, you know, because my argument last year was, you know, the Bengals are a fluke. The, the season was a fluke. They're not going to be able to replicate it. Well, they kind of made me eat those words. They had a good season. <laughs> you and I both. They you replicated both. it. They, they had a good playoff run. So the argument against that was, well, he's not going to play his whole career in Cincinnati. He's going to go to a different team. All right, even better. <laughs> Guys that have made it to the Super Bowl with more than one team. That's even Three. More. Right. Right. Three of them. Tom Brady. Uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. And Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Three right. men in the history of this game have even gone to a Super Bowl with more than one team. So Yeah. It just it doesn't happen. Those those things that those things that you think like we're so in the era of Tom Brady where he makes Super Bowl every year. The man's been playing twenty years, he's been a Super Bowl ten times. That that's not normal. At all. Those things no. are not normal. Patrick Mahomes goes to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, they always that's not normal. Like these are abnormal players, but the average quarterback, your all-time greats, Dan Marino went to one, Drew Brees went to one, Aaron Rodgers went to one. Like right. these are really, really good players. They only go to one. Once you get to one, it's so hard to get there. When you look at the Bengals, they're a good team. They had to, they had to fight and claw to beat a third string, a second string quarterback in the Ravens. Now they go and play Buffalo. If they go to Buffalo and win that game. Now they're going to play Kansas City. Like, it's so hard to get there. Like, you can have a really good team and not get there. The Saints had really good teams and didn't get there. So, you, right. you can you can be that, like, like that and just not get there. So, I'm not saying Joe Burrow's not good or the team's not good. I'm just saying the odds are against him ever playing in a question. I mean, and like you said, it's not it's not about Joe Burrow. It's, it's, it's just difficult as a team. I think a lot of Joe Burrow fans looked at last year and it was like, oh, that's he's going to get there. You know, uh, it's just the first. You know, it's only his second year. He's gonna play in the league ten more years. He's gonna get to many yeah, Super Bowls. Dan Marino oh, thought that too. He correct. got there as rookie never year, got never got, there got back. That's right. Because I think his career is gonna be short. At the rate it's going, he's just not gonna play a long time. You can't keep taking that type of pounding. So we'll see, man. It'll be interesting. But it, no disrespect to Joe Burrow. I like he, Joe Burrow. He's a top five for me. He's a top five right quarterback. Now. You know, I'm not one of these LSU fans that cares about the guys once they get to the NFL. Like I. I will never. I'm not pulling for Joe Burrow. <laughs> uh, he doesn't mean anything to me now. I, I'm thankful for what he did in 2019. All time great. Awesome. But yeah. in the league, like those guys, they, if they're not playing for the Saints, I always tell people my favorite, my favorite Saint, my favorite LSU player of all time in the NFL is Dever Henderson. The Saints drafted him. Devery, That's it. Devery Stuckle Hands Henderson. My Saint. My favorite LSU player. Once they got to the NFL in history is Dever Henderson. That's only because they played for the Saints. I'm a Saints fan, so I look at everything through Saints color glasses. The whole league, every game that I watch, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how does this affect the Saints? How does it help the Saints? Who on this team can help the Saints? How does can the Saints run this play? Like, everything is through those glasses. So, the Sean Payton situation, I look at how does it help the Saints? Obviously, we own this right, so we're going to get compensated for it. But one thing that's not going to happen is that the Saints have any say in where he goes. The Saints have any say in whether or not he's going to be able to take whatever job he wants 
at all. The only thing that they will have control of is negotiating the compensation. But if Sean Payton says, I want to go to coach the L.A. Rams, Sean Payton's going to coach the L.A. Rams. Now it's up to the Saints to negotiate the price tag. That's it. The Saints can't be like, ah, you guys don't have enough draft picks, so uh, we're not going to trade him. That's not going to happen. Right. So I think a lot of Saints fans think that the Saints have any say in it or like we're going to wait till next year because we can get no. If, if Sean Payton wants to coach a team this year, he's going to coach he's a going, team. He's going, yeah, absolutely. That being said, all the teams that are being thrown away, Denver, uh, Houston, we heard uh, both of the L.A. teams were in the mix. Uh, Miami's in the mix. Carolina's in the mix. Who do you think's in the lead? When he first retired, say he was taking a leave of absence, I had the Los Angeles Chargers as number one because I thought Brandon Staley would fumble the ball and they would fire him. And in the Rams with number two. So those both have been eliminated. And I had to do some self-analysis myself, though. I misdi—I really misread the Chargers situation because they never were going to be in the mix because they don't pay coaches. And they have an unstable ownership group right now. There's the Dean Spanos is battling with his sister. They have a cash flow problem. So th that team might be getting sold soon. So that just X's off one of the boxes, the main box. For Sean Payton, a stable ownership. Uh, McVay came back. You know, I even sent you a text. Book it. He's going to the Rams. So I thought McVay was gone. I mean, all of a sudden, hey, coaches, y'all can just go ahead and leave. Do what you want. That says he was gone. Uh, I've eliminated Arizona out of the mix. Uh, you have? Yes. And okay, the reason why I have eliminated them is because they've hired a GM without talking to him at all. Uh, all they've done was requested permission to speak to him. They haven't set up an interview, and they just went and hired a GM. All right, so for me, they're out of the mix. You think Peyton's interested in being the GM? No, 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 no. I think when I think he, if he could have brought somebody in with him, because they got a lot of work to do in Arizona. They got a lot of holes in the roster. Uh, you know, they they're gonna probably trade DeAndre Hopkins. So. It has to be somebody I think he's going to be have to be comfortable working with. So if you were really serious about going get Sean Payton, why wouldn't you wait until you could at least interview him and say, hey, man, you know what's going on? Bidwell is just like, all right, I'm going to hire my guy, and then we're just going to go from there. So I, that, 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 this is my, this is my personal opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. So you, so you only think that Payton's going to go somewhere where they don't have a GM? No, absolutely not, because here's my, my – I'm going in reverse order, okay? So my number three right now, which I thought the Saints would deny permission, is Carolina. They actually were granted permission to speak to him. David Tepper is going to unload the books or whatever it needs to do to, to get him, if possible, if Sean Payton likes it. Number two on my list uh, is the Denver Broncos. Uh, there's even rumors that... Uh, George Patton, the GM, might be might be gone. Uh, and they got that Walmart money now. I mean, <laughs> they got, they got stable money. ownership right there. You got that Walmart bread. You have a hell of a roster. That's probably the best roster that he can go to right now that's it's, made to win. And it's been like that for years. Yes. They've been a sleeping giant for years. Yes. And the Russell Wilson stuff, I'm not going to say none of the fault was on Russell Wilson. I think he had a bad season and he has to play better. But I think the majority of what happened in Denver this year was on Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Right. He just wasn't ready for that position. 
you know, we talk about it a lot of times. Some people are good generals. Some people are good lieutenants. He's a lieutenant. You know, really, he's a quarterback's coach because he was never calling plays anyway in Green Bay. Matt LaFleur is calling the plays. So, you know, but anyway, man, number one, you know, Denver's a strong possibility at number two. And number one is a team nobody's talking about. And it totally shocked me even last night, the Houston Texans. It was on nobody's radar that the Houston Texans had actually scheduled an interview for last night. That was pretty interesting. Everybody, oh, his first interview is going to be Tuesday in Los Angeles with the Broncos. No, the Texans have kind of snuck in there under the radar, interviewed him last night. They have a boatload of draft picks. I mean, he can handpick his quarterback, you know, and he kind of let, he's playing the game too. You know, he even said it on Colin Cowherd's show uh, yesterday. They asked him, would you really consider? He was like, absolutely. And they kind of expounded on it a little bit. He's like, they have a lot of draft capital. He's playing the game. He's playing the negotiation game. He's like a master, man. He's playing the negotiation game. He just came out on TV and he said, hey, the, the compensation for me is going to be a mid to late round draft pick. Who says that? Who says that? Like, you're trying to start, the, like, the Saints might say, well, no, Houston, I want the number two pick. He said, you're not going to get the number two. It's going to be mid to late. Who said he's starting it? Like, he's just playing the masterful chess game right now. So he's kind of letting teams know. And, you know, in the art of negotiation, you never come in. At, I'm not going to give you the number two pick. I'm not even going to talk about the number 12 pick. We're going to talk about maybe next year's pick. I'll give you a number two this year and maybe a number one next year. Yeah, you, know, you know, Mickey Loomis is a hard line negotiator. He ain't going to take that. But, I mean, I, I, I just think that's a, that's an attractive spot with a couple of young pieces. You can handpick your quarterback. I think they might be the sleeper hiding in plain sight that nobody's talking about. If the number one thing that Sean Payton's looking for is stable ownership and good ownership, the worst possible place he could go is Houston. They have been a laughingstock ownership-wise, front office-wise. They've been horrible, a dumpster fire. They totally mishandled Deshaun Watson. They mishandled so many different things from Bill O'Brien all the way down. It's, it's, it's the worst front office in the league. I think he has a different perspective than we do because he actually mentioned something like they, the, the Saints and Texans were joint practice uh, for several years together uh, in the preseason. And he got to know a lot of people, as he stated, in the building. So he has a little bit more in-depth knowledge of, 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 of the organization. Maybe uh, I just I just I just I, I feel pretty strong right now. It's either that or, or really I should have put Houston at number two. Number one, he goes back to Fox and waits it out. <laughs> that's just that, yeah. that's a hot, that's that's a huge possibility. If he doesn't like what's going on, if he, if he's not absolutely a thousand percent, he's going back to Fox and he can wait another cycle. He determines his own fate. Yeah. And guess what? The longer he waits, that's the worse it is for the Saints because now your leverage goes down. Because what they have two years left on his. Is, is deal. Right. So what if Sean just, nah, I, I don't like any of these situations right now. I'm going to go back to Fox. Okay, now Saints leverage is, le- is, le- is it's not as strong as it is now. It's one year. So that compensation goes even further down. Yeah. Maybe do you wait and see what the, the Chargers do? See what happens to McVay and the Rams? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But that, that's my picks. Uh, Houston, Denver, and then uh, Carolina and Fox. I think I've heard that a lot of people say that the, 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 the compensation goes down, the leverage goes down. I don't really think it matters because the worst case scenario is he just waits his two years out. We're yeah. not we're not like 
we're not like it's not like a, a a player with an expiring contract where you're trying to get rid of it. Like, you know, we either get nothing for him and he he waits his two years out, or we get something for him. Like, I don't know. I don't think. But you would like to get, you know, you'd like to get a pick, a pick, a, a couple of. I think it's gonna it's gonna take a couple of picks. Everybody, it's first round for We don't know if that first round pick is this year or it could be like a future pick. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think you were talking earlier, uh, well, not earlier today, but like in our conversation before, the Rams don't have the compensation to do it. Hey, man, the Rams have traded everything for 2000 whatever. You never know. Yeah. You never know, man. So it'll be interesting. What, what's your uh, what's your list? Or, or I think it's Denver. Think? I, I think Denver is right. I think Denver can win a Super Bowl. I really do. I, Does I think he want to go in that division and have to face Mahomes and, and Justin, Justin Herbert and – and Josh Allen to possibly get there? Yeah, you know, I don't know if people, I don't know if guys that are competitive, that true competitors, I don't think they look at stuff like that. I think that's that's stuff that, you know, we we as we as uh, as fans can kind of look at. But, man, rosters are ever-changing. Players are ever-changing. Like, that, what, what's happening this year is not going to be next year. I, I don't know if I don't know if you look at, look at stuff like that. I think you look at your team, and if you're a competitor, you know, you're going to have to play Mahomes and, and Herbert anyway if you get to the playoffs. So, I don't know how much, like, the other teams in the division. You know, he also he did mention also about the Texans. To Kyle, Kyle Hurd is, like, in a winnable division. Yeah. You know, you got Indy, Jag. Well, Indy, you don't know what the hell is going on over there. Uh, you know, they got to get a quarterback. But the Jags are the up-and-coming. That's the dog. You got to go after. That's it. Really, I mean. AFC, I mean, the Titans are in flux. They have no quarterback either. So it probably doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. But, I mean, okay, so you got Denver at number one. Yeah, I think it's Denver number one, uh, Arizona. I still have Arizona. I think he's just infatuated with Kyler Murray. I think he really likes what Kyler Murray does. But I, I think I think it's Denver one, Arizona two, and I don't think anybody else is in play. I, don't, I think he's really? going to Carolina. You know, I don't think he's going to Houston. I, I just think that those both of those front offices are kind of not where they need to be. Carolina kind of traded their entire team. They're nowhere close to, to winning a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not necessarily thinking that Sean Payton wants to go somewhere where he can win a Super Bowl immediately. He, he could take a couple of years to build because I, I don't think he's – it's not like a Tom Brady where your years are limited, so you got to go somewhere where I can win now. Obviously, you want to win every year you play, but I think Sean Payton is, is the type of guy that's like, hey, look, he's probably going to sign a 10-year deal with whoever he signs with. So, And he's not that old, so he'll play that contract out. And, you know, maybe you win in year three or win in year four and you build and get rid of some of the pieces that don't work, bring in some of the pieces that do. And so it's a lot different than a player trying to go where Tom Brady's probably going, like, I need to win this year. Where Sean Payton, obviously he would want to win this year, but it's not, it's not that crucial. I, none of these – Teams are really sexy. Like I don't really. So look, I'm sure I'm hating. I don't really. As as a Saints fan, remember, and that's why I got the Texans at, at the top of my list. It's a challenge. I think Sean Payton uh, would relish the challenge. And remember when he took over the Saints, that was the worst situation in football. Correct. And, but it's a different. It's a completely different situation now. Where you're a first time head coach, you take whatever the fuck job they offer you. Like. I'm, I'm, well, you know, he was he was he was like this close to being Green Bay's coach, and they hired Mike McCarthy instead. Still, just to like in in the aftermath of Katrina, like man, you took a, you took over. You didn't even know if the Saints were going to play. They were going to be in San Antonio. You didn't. know. I mean, and he made they had no quarterback. Found one, made you know made him a Hall of Famer, you know what 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 not. So I, he 
I just won't. I, I can't. I can't take the Texans out of. Man, it, it seems like a terrible situation, but I think he's seen worse in the state of what the Saints were at that particular time. Sure. I don't think we'll have a resolution within the next two weeks, probably. And then it might go quick, man. I mean, because if somebody, if I'm, if I'm like the Texans, first of all, I, w- I might have not let him out the building. What you want? You want twenty five? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, I'm afraid he may go to Denver and the Walmart money be like thirty. Right. <laughs> I'm just not letting you leave, man.